Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. She's starting, I tell you. She's she's so excited. I'm Emily. Talking about Vanderpump rules is something that I could do all day long. That's why I wanted to do this podcast, to be honest. I think I really just wanted to recap Vanderpump rules, but I was like, oh, that's a very niche market and SUP is already do- kind of doing that. Or that's how it started. But Vanderpump Rules was like, it was like Jersey Shore for Bravo, but like Bravo. It incorporated Lisa Vanderpump, which we already were in love with her from Beverly Hills. And she, oh my God, Lisa Vanderpump loves filming VPR. She is so excited for that that filming schedule. A lot of it's over. It's interesting how much of it's overlapping. Like this season we see um, the Beverly Hills casket in that fight at the dinner at Sir and they're all like, we get the both perspectives. You know, we get the, the Beverly Hills perspective you know, from their, from their side of things, then we get to see the part that's relatable for us peasants, which is the staff that has to wait on these total assholes. I mean, it, it had, it had everything. Another amazing thing is, so I worked in restaurants and I can absolutely attest to the fact that people who work in restaurants can be some of the most toxic and disgusting people. It's a very incestuous world. It's gross a lot of the time. Your sense of normal is totally warped. And so suddenly throwing a film crew with with people like that. Stasi is out of control. But in that little microcosm of that restaurant, she was the dominant queen. And like, I could just picture myself, let's say, getting a job there. Before cameras, like way before, just like, you know, you, when you are looking for a restaurant job because you are an actor or an artist of any kind in Los Angeles, it's one of the darkest times of your life. You can't just casually be in customer service. I know that's what most people are. Most people are hourly customer service employees because it's quote like easy but it is draining 
So if you're not, if you're hoping for your big break and you just are getting this job to pay your bills, it's just dark. I did it. I did it. And it's sad. But in that world of Sir, Stassi was so in charge. I worked with someone just like Jax. I dated him. But, why, you know, by date, I mean, we never, ever admitted we were actually together. It was just dysfunctional. He was an asshole. He was probably a sex addict as well. Anyway, so we get to just plant camera crews. Boom, right in the middle of that. These people have no pull. They don't they don't get to dictate dictate what stays in the show, what doesn't stay in the show. They have no real like sense yet of what it's like to be a mess on camera. And see what it's like after. Like, yes, they've already had. What we're about to recap is season two. So from at this point, yes, they've had season one. But like, have you seen the season one reunion? The budget of season one. It's an amazing season. Like, can you imagine? Oh, my God. The Bravo executives when they got the dailies or whatever they do for reality television. When they saw what was being captured and they were like we put no money into this like we were just hoping because people like lisa vanderpump someone would watch the show but like we put no money into this and we are about to make this is a gold mine people who are shamelessly toxic but so righteous (laughs) in what they do season one we get st- okay, so I just did a rewatch of season one so that I was like extra prepared for this. So I didn't remember how like violent that first fight was in te- in Vegas. It's Stassi's birthday. She brings Frank. <laughs> Everyone hates Frank. Literally every single person on the trip is actively like, "We don't trust you, Frank." And Frank's like, "I'm here in Vegas. Stassi wants me here." Now, I don't really travel well, but to to travel somewhere and have every single person except for the one person who invited me be like, I don't want you here, Emily. I mean, I would just die. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I wouldn't be like, I'm staying. I would be running off crying. I'd be in an Uber home so fast. So we've got such an intense dynamic, and then Jax just barges in. Peter knew. Peter was, like, trying to keep it a secret, but he had been messaging Jax, like, not now. Not a good time. Jax comes in. Frank starts mouthing off to Jax. And then Schwartz says, like, Stassi, you're being a bitch. Stop. And so Stassi takes her drink in her hand and throws it at Schwartz. Katie, who's in the middle, goes, Stassi, too far. And so she, like, pushes Stassi and pours a drink. No, no, she pushes Stassi and then Schwartz, now he's done, like, reeling from him getting a drink in his face. He then stands up and pours his whole beer on Stassi's head. Katie, like, kind of wrestles Stassi down, but then, like, Stassi gets up and, like, pushes her back down and, like, throws something. And then, of course, we know what happens outside later with all the guys, like, taking their shirts off to fight. And that amazing producer 
who sees Jax like starting that kick. It's actually really sexy. Like season one, Jax was the hottest Jax will ever be. Cause like you, he's the bad boy. And even though he's terrible, he's still like younger and hotter. And you're, you haven't seen just how disgusting he can be. Yes, he's absolutely just, maybe I'm just like embarrassed to admit this because he's really horrible in season one. But when he takes his shirt off to fight, <laughs> it's very hot. It's sexy, okay? But then the producer sees him coming and just like, 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 like blocks the way and prepares to grab him from the waist and like pull him back that way. It was a, it was a baller move. So yeah, that was insane. Jax, Stassi. It's like, it's weird even seeing them together in season one and like how, like, I don't know, connected they were. They never, ever made sense. I know, I know everyone's like, duh. But like him and Brittany, they make sense, which is not a compliment to Brittany. So yeah, we have season two. They've done, they've done their first season. They're really just excited that they have a ton of like followers on social media now and like. They're just, they're just getting a little tiny taste of it. So season two, we're still getting like naive reality stars. That's when it's the best. I don't even think it's possible for reality stars to be naive anymore. It's just, there's so many shows. There's so many examples. It's a business. Like I don't watch uh, The Bachelor the bachelor world at all except for like here and there and i watched last season i think yeah i did i watched last season but my sister does and even she says that now everyone who comes on the show they just want a moment on the show even if it's like a bad moment but it's a business and so no one not ne- not no one but people are there they kind of win just by being there Long enough to, like, make an impact. So, like, even these shows that are, like, old school, they've evolved. Like, you can't, like, Salt Lake City, they went into that knowing exactly how to be a housewife. You're never going to get season one Atlanta, season one New York, season one Vanderpump Rules. It was, it was kind of, it was Bravo's first successful version of, like, the Jersey Shore type of thing. I know there were other smaller ones, but like <laughs> these, this cast is just so genuinely in their core toxic. And it's captivating. But they're captivating because they're so terrible. And so. As I as I rewatch, and I rewatch all the time. It just is on. I, to be honest, though, I do skip to when Brittany has. I like Jax with Brittany. I like. I enjoy that dynamic when he's when Jax is single. Like up until what is that season four? I believe is when we meet Brittany. Yeah, I think season four, maybe three. It actually it might be three. But remember, for it's Lala's first season maybe or yeah it's her first season so he's still like flirting with Lala and he's like I don't really have a girlfriend as Britney's in the car literally moving to Los Angeles it's not that serious it's not that serious we can totally still fuck hot take 
I think that Jax and Lala 100% had sex the night that they left Pride holding hands together. And they just vowed to never admit it. Because it just, the way they left and the way they are, the way they just say, no, we didn't have sex. Like, they don't fight it. It just, they both look like they know when someone asks and they're both there that they just, nope. And they don't, they don't ever look at each other. They just, nope, we didn't, just didn't happen. Bullshit. Bullshit. But I don't go back, yeah, I don't normally go back and watch like season one, season two. Um, but rewatching for this purpose was a whole lot of fun. So previously for episode eight, it's Jax is a sex addict, which sure. I mean, why not? He's a sociopath, though. So I feel like that encompasses sex addict. Like, the sociopathic behavior is like, like, under the umbrella of sociopathic behavior, sex addict is somewhere in there. Like, we all know that Jax, we could find out that Jax has dead bodies buried in his backyard, and we'd be like, that totally tracks. He is a sociopath. Uh, we, we also see amazing, I just forget how toxic Kristen and Tom were. Kristen and Tom, like, fighting about everything. Every single thing. They are the most disgusting relationship. But that's, like, what Kristen does. Like, after <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom gets with Ariana. And obviously they're not perfect, but they are meant to be together. Kristen has had no luck. Since Tom, her track record is that she basically is pure toxicity, which is why she's insanely good television. So they're fighting about everything. Like she goes to a photo shoot and she's like, did you fuck my boyfriend? Oh, actually, no. Stassi asks, did you fuck Tom Sandoval? And the girl's like, yeah, like a hundred years ago, like maybe 10 years ago. And Kristen is like, wow, in my bed. I think Sheena maybe was like, didn't Schwartz live at the apartment like even before you guys got together? So isn't it just like his bed? Like, wasn't like she came over and fucked him when you guys were together. Kristen's like, it doesn't matter. Sheena, okay. She, I mean, this chick cried and cried. Oh, God. Oh, Tequila Katie. We <laughs> famous scene where so Sheena's in the club. It's they're there for Peter's birthday. And someone's like, someone's like, oh, I think Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump's like, give him a lop dance. And so Sheena does her like choreography basically from her like music video. She's like, mm, good as gold. And uh the girls are drunk, and Katie's like, oh, She's she said she's practically married, but she's giving a lap dance. Wow. And Schwartz is like, I can't hear this anymore. Like, you guys are just being fucking mean. And Katie in her orange hair is like, my fucking boyfriend is sticking up for the whore in there. Totally unaware of how drunk she is. Kristen and then St- Kristen and Stassi. Well, Kristen's joining in, but Stassi looks scared. And then Kristen's like, "Sheena, 
Because Sheena comes over. She's like, Sheena, why don't you fucking leave? No one wants you here. No one is your friend here. <laughs> Sheena looks at Stassi. Stassi's like, I'm not looking at Sheena. I'm going to look straight. Neutral zone. And Sheena's like, Stassi, I wasn't aware we weren't friends. And this is like the dynamic they always have. Where Sheena is like so torn with wanting to be liked by everyone. And like sacrificing her morals. Like, she'll go back to Stassi as soon as Stassi shows any kind of kindness or apology. But. Uh, so, okay. So, right from there, though, they're at the yard sale. The set, like, actually, it looked like a really cute yard sale. But, like, a straight, like, no one does yard sales in L.A. I think Christina was like, okay, I need to get camera time so we can do a yard sale at my place. And so. Stassi's like, you have no idea what happened last night with Katie. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm sure the can I'm sure the crew wishes they had been there, or they were there, and they're like, okay, if we show this, this is like fucked up because you can tell Katie's blackout, doesn't really remember much of it, and like it's probably so egregious. They're like, this is just, uh irresponsible of us to show this and Stassi's like yeah she's like she's like you know what Kristen and Jack's fucked in January <laughs> uh. <laughs> Kristen is just like can you believe that I <laughs> mean you have to believe your own lie. Like Kristen believes she has convinced herself in her head it didn't happen and you have to do that. When you are going to when you're going to lie like this, you've got to be committed. It goes to the grave. You have to in order to continue to lie, you have to believe that nope, the audacity. I'm disgusted, really, that even that you would even suggest it. And so Kristen is in that place. Like she's like, wow, wow. Uh, Katie shows. They're like, oh my god. Katie was calling us all kinds of names, whatever. But then Katie like arrives with her hair, her orange hair in those like buns that like it's like I don't even know. How, it's like it's like layers of buns. Like she gathers the top part, puts a bun, and then keeps going down until there's like a mohawk of buns with bobby pins. And she's a disaster. She's like, you can never hate me as much as I hate myself. I hate myself. And then she's like, Christina, you don't hate me yet, but you will. <laughs> and so she like storms off and she goes over to the steps. And Stassi, who has this like, this outfit is so interesting. It's like a pencil skirt that she has tied up with heels. Like this bitch is wearing some high ass heels. And a, like, tank. And she's just, like, in prime shape. Like, this bitch didn't work out. She just looked that good. So, you know, I'm triggered by that because I don't know what that's like. Okay. So she walks over to Katie. And she's, like, <laughs> and she's, like, sitting down. She's, like, okay, you need, you need to tell me. Like, you need to tell me what's happening. But then they cut back over to, and but Katie's like, it's a rumor. I mean, you don't spread rumors. I should have never done that. 
And then they cut back over to Kristen and Christina. And Christina does not like Kristen. So that's a fun dynamic. Christina's also, and I'm going to say it, she's a see you next Tuesday. She's the definition. She's so bitchy. She knows she's like really, really skinny. And that's like a flex for her. She basically hates everyone and just loves Stassi. So she's a see you next Tuesday. Um, But she says, she says to Kristen, she's like, do you swear and then Kristen's like on my nieces on my nephews on my mother that's disgusting that's disgusting Christina (laughs) but okay but Chris so Katie and Stassi are still over on the steps and Kristen and obviously it's you know editing brilliant editing but Kristen's like watching and she is psychotically twirling her hair like, you know, and you're nervous, and so, like, you tap your foot. She's twirling her hair so rapidly as she watches them from across the street. Uh, and Stassi is obviously not one to fuck with. We know this. So she noticed. She's like, Kristen's being – in because she says Kristen normally flies off the handle when you accuse her of something. She's being insanely calm, which screams guilty. Well, she's, she's right. Point for Stassi. So Stassi leaves them and goes back over to Christina's apartment. And Christina's apartment is so depressing if you live in Los Angeles and just know how expensive little tiny shoeboxes are. It's a studio, but it's a tiny studio. So there's like a kitchenette, not like a full kitchen. It's just one room. And the couch is like three feet from like the back of the couch. So it's like, it's like kitchenette and then a couch TV and then a bed. Oh, it's so depressing. And also that was horribly designed for her. Like, why would you put a couch on the back of it? Like you would put the couch facing inward because then it would keep the room open, you moron. Duh. I mean, actually though, you know what? I don't know if there might be weird like positioning of, um, what are they called? Plugs, electrical outlets, but still. So Stassi's like figuring out the timeline. She's like, okay, wait, it was in January. And then she's like, that's when we were fighting. Kristen was like obsessed with Jax at that time. She's like, this tracks. But then they go back over to Kristen and Katie. And Kristen, obviously, but she's she's like, honestly, I don't even care. Katie, I just want, you know, I don't care. I forgive you, basically. She's like, it's totally fine. And then the last, the last shot, like they have had such a day. It's the four of them in the front. Katie is too depressed to even stand up. She's just sitting on like the driveway, like stoop thing, ledge or whatever. And she's just drinking maybe a beer and like crying, literally crying. And then Stassi's like standing on the side of the street on the street with like her hip out just like I can't even Kristen's just like moping around and then Christina just goes yard sale that's a car drives by <sighs> this is amazing and then uh, we find out that sir so we go to sir LVP and Guillermo LVP, I mean, how how can I say this? Yes, I know that she's been hands-on with her restaurants um, throughout her whole 
career. I'm not saying that she doesn't go into her restaurants and just does it for camera. But I'm also kind of saying that she doesn't go to her restaurants and she kind of just does it for camera. Because, first of all, last season, season one, was the first time that they ever did the Pride Parade. There's a whole scene with with, with Lisa calling Guillermo, being like, we should do the Pride Parade. We're going to have a flow. We're going to go down the parade, wave at people. And then Guillermo going, uh, no, that's going to cost money. And she's like, come on, let's do it. And so they do it. But then by season two, Lisa's talking about it. She's like, we always do the Pride Parade every year. It's a Sir tradition. Also, when they go out of town to Mexico on the show, LVP upgrades them. It'll happen. We'll go into it. But you know she'd never done that before. Think of all the times they had asked for time off. They never got there and were told that LVP upgraded their room. So this is, you know, LVP knows how to set up a scene. So she's like, okay, we're going to have a day or we're going to do a secret shopper thing because I need to show everyone how on top of it I am. But honestly, her restaurants are notoriously terrible to work in around town. I think TomTom might actually have the best reputation of all of them, but everyone knew that working at Sur was a nightmare. And if you've ever been to Sur, it's really cheesy, like decor. It looks good on camera. Like, it looks sexy on camera. But when you see it in person, it's almost like, I don't know, fake. And there's a lot of, like, black lights and, like, purple lights and stuff like that. But they're going to go – they're going to do a secret shopper uh, because, as Lisa says, I know the – and this is true. When the owners are in, you are on top of it. Like, when the owners are in, you are fucking on top of it. Um. Okay, so they're going to have a secret shopper. All right, so now we're going to go over to Tom and Kristen's apartment. You guys, this apartment, it's such a staple of this show, which is why they had to have new cast members on once all of them got houses, because these shitty apartments are a part of the show. Tom's apartment is disgusting, but I can guarantee that he's he's paying like $750, which is why he could never move. Like $750 rent control, he maybe at most, at the most, started paying like $900. But it's a dark apartment. It's like... It's dark. But Kristen, she's just strumming the guitar, strumming that old guitar. Tom comes home and he's like, here, I got the laundry. And so, oh, they also fight about that. He's like about to dump it out. She's like, don't, Tom, I have a system. And he's like, okay, whoa. So they start like folding and Tom fully believes Kristen because Kristen's like, can you believe Stassi even believes this? And he's like, in his confessional, he's like, I know Jax would do this, but Kristen would never do that. I would be so interested to know, like, at what point in filming was this confessional? Because sometimes I wonder, like, did they have to go back ever and pretend? Because if they do, that's some good acting. 
if like the bomb has already been dropped and they're doing the interview, but they're having, because as we all know by now, they have to go back and act like it's happening right then. So do they like, do they have to go back? Like we didn't get it the first time. So can you go back to the time before you knew Kristen and Jack's fucked twice on your couch? Or at least once on your couch while you were sleeping? But then so Tom takes this opportunity because Tom's lying too about Ariana. Remember the whole, so the, he's like, now you know what it's like to have rumors going on or going around about you. And then like, I'm reminded, oh, that's right. Kristen, because she has cheated on Tom multiple times, we find out at the reunion this year that he's like, this is not even the first time. So because they have the most dysfunctional, unhealthy trust dynamic, she's like, I'm going to prove that you fucked Ariana. And so, but Ariana's like, nope, nope, that didn't happen. Nope, didn't happen. Then we get, so Bagatelle, do we not remember Bagatelle from Ramona? Always wanting to go to Bagatelle. Huge fight between Dorinda and Ramona about Bagatelle. I have been to Bagatelle one time. I am not into big crowds, loud music. When I was in my 20s, kind of I could because I would just get blackout drunk. But when I did go to Bagatelle when it was like, I was probably like 28. No, no, maybe it wasn't my 20s. It was just a nightmare. Like I, I, was, I thought we were going to brunch to eat. And then when this starts happening, what you see in like, like loud music and just wildness, I was like, okay, but I really just wanted some Eggs Benedict and to talk. Um, but they're all meeting at Bagatelle and Stassi's correct when she says, I basically spend all my money that I make at brunch on Sundays. And it's true. It's so expensive. Oh my God. A brunch bill. Oh my God. It's easily $150 because you have your booze and your food. And if you go somewhere nice like Bagatelle, it's, oh, it's like a traumatizing number. But also, okay, so Kristen and Tom, they're not going to come because they're fighting. Shock. Stassi's like, sure. That's because we know why. Schwartz's teeth. Like, did any of you watch, did any of you go back and rewatch and notice? It's like, it's like he has like temporary veneers, like the veneers that they put for you. Like if you could put like fake teeth to try out, they don't fit in his mouth. And he, it's not a problem anymore. I don't know if he got, if those were his original teeth and now he has properly sized teeth. It's so, it's weird. It's distracting. So they're starting to get wound up and they're getting rowdy and they're drinking. You've got Peter, you've got Jax, you've got Schwartz, Stassi, Christina. I don't know even why Christina goes to these things because she just spends the whole time being like, I don't, I just can't drink like they do and like judging. But this is a big one. So I actually, maybe I do understand why she's there because they go outside. <sighs> Excuse me. They go outside and, and they're going back and forth. And Christina's like, do you believe it? And Stassi's like, I kind of do. And Christina's like, oh, I fucking believe it. Like, I 100% believe it. Um, 
And so Stassi's like, okay, my plan is to make sure Jax is drunk enough and then he'll like, I'm going to get him to tell me. So then they, when they go back inside, Schwartz, Peter, and Jax are on the bar. And for like the one and only time, Schwartz actually looked kind of hot to me because he's just like dancing with his shirt off. Maybe I'm just really horny at this point because I've, I've basically, well, no, maybe they're young and hot at this time. That's okay. I'm allowed. Um, okay. So, so <laughs> she, she pulls, Stassi pulls Jax out. So we go outside and <laughs> Jax. He's like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? And then without even missing a beat, Stassi's like, did you fuck Kristen? And Jax, for the split second, is like, huh. But he quickly is like, what? He just, he takes that energy, the energy of true shock and terror, and 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 just immediately transfers it to just confusion and, like, surprise. Like, What? And Stassi's like, you're looking to the left. And he was. And Jax is like, oh, my God, I did not. I would not fuck Kristen. And Stassi's like, you'd fuck anything. Point. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's like banging my sister. (laughs) It's like when they're all these like they really thought. Kristen and Jax, they really thought that they could just keep tripling down on how they would never do it. And it just ends up in retrospect looking insane. But then, so Jax, you know, he's a genius. He he knows, he knows why these girls are doing this. He's like, okay, that's what these girls do. You know why? They don't have sex with their boyfriends. And they see me having fun and sleeping with girls. And it's it's steaming. And then he's like, stemming, steaming, stemming from somewhere. Uh, Jax. I mean, why don't they listen to Jax more often is what I want to know. Uh, but then, but Jax, like, as drunk as he is, granted, like, he, we know, we're no, we're no, we're looking at a liar. But, like, Stasi's like, she starts, then she starts trying to cry. Like, she's, like, fake crying to see if that will work. She's like, I guess you'll just never tell me. Just like you're lying and pretending that you didn't tell me that Tom and Ariana hooked up. And Jax has, like, his arms crossed, and he's, like, looking up. He's, like, that didn't happen either. Nope. Mm-mm. Whew. So the next day or whenever it is, Stassi and Lisa sit down at Sir, And, like, <laughs> this is such a good scene. Okay. So Stassi's, like, so apparently the rumor is that Jax and Kristen had sex in January. And they cut over to Lisa and she's like, I didn't want to tell Stassi that I'd already heard the rumor. That that was that sent chills down my back the first time. Because it's like, oh, well, f- if if it's really going around that much. Looks Jack's telling one person. Turns out he told the other Katie, which I would love to meet this other Katie. I think we meet her in season one, but I can't be too sure. Um. And LVP is like really baiting the scene. You know, it's a scene at the end of the day. And LVP lives for these acting moments. So she's like, <laughs> uh, Stassi's like, Kristen was oddly obsessed with Jax. And LVP goes, I mean, oddly obsessed with Jax doesn't mean that he, that she slept with your boyfriend. I mean, it's just drama. Um, 
Okay, so this is where, like, restaurant stuff comes into play. So, like, Sheena and Katie are over at one of the terminals. And, like, Sheena is obviously getting so bullied. She has been. And Sheena and Katie do not get along at all. But I was, like, totally teen Katie right here because Sheena rang in a table and she put it under like some she just wrote in the memo like table b1 and katie albeit was a total bitch but then she's like okay wait actually you could just go into this button here and hit b1 extras and then you can do it that way and she was like thanks i'm pretty sure they'll figure it out and i was like okay that was fucking rude she's trying to help you um Katie also says here that she's practically engaged. And I'm like, since when? But anyway, this is why Sheena's so excited to get married first. Because we all know it doesn't work out with Shay in a dramatic way. Because Sheena, we can see Sheena and Shay together. She doesn't get to know Shay. It's just Shay attached to her while she, like, does her thing. So she's like, I'm the one getting married first. So deal with it. And so we get the secret shopper and it's Sheena's table. And so Sheena's like, I'm going to rock it. Like, I'm going to be amazing. But Sheena doesn't really do a great job at all. She's too busy talking to Tom Sandoval at the bar about how much she hates Katie. Uh, So she, like, puts in orders. They ordered things that sounded delicious. They ordered corn fritters and a spicy margarita. And, like, when when, – when Sheena brings them the drink, that spicy margarita looked so refreshing. And they, the way they just, like, loved their drinks. I was like, ooh, I can just tell. You can just tell. Because you know Tom's drinks are good. Everyone talks about it throughout the whole entirety of this show. Someone, like James has said, he's like, the way Tom makes drinks, you can't taste the liquor in it, but they fuck you up. Because he's just balancing cocktails, you know? As opposed to Jack's, who's just disgusting behind the bar. So this, the shoppers, though, they're waiting on their corn fritters. And she's like, I'm clocking it. So Katie walks by and they tell her, like, hey, we were waiting on corn fritters. And she's like, oh, let me go check on that. Now, I don't know if this is editing, but then instead of doing that, she goes straight to the, to the bar to talk to Tom and Sheena. And I'm like, the fritters. So, I can't focus. Like, I, I need you to make sure they get their corn fritters. Finally, the corn fritters come out. Katie brings them out. I don't know how they do it there. They, I know they do a pooled house, so it's possible that they all help each other run food. Um, but then Sheena doesn't, you know, again, could be editing, doesn't check on them. She's just like, you guys, they're like, give us the check. So they check restaurant time. And now Stassi's the server and Jax is the bartender. So, you know, this is going to be amazing. So, like, total reverse roles, right? Sheena's like, I'm going to be the best one. I'm Lisa's favorite. Uh, I'm the best server here. Lisa loves me. Which is so gross, considering Lisa is such good friends with Brandy. Granted, I know they're newer friends and she's had Sheena, but we all know that Lisa, like, totally brought Sheena into the mix because of that dynamic. Sheena would not be on Vanderpump Rules. She was working over at Villa Blanca. She brought her over to Sir for the show. She knew. She fucking knew. Okay, so Stassi's the server. She's doing a great job. She greets the table really well. She's on it. She seems very friendly. And then Jax makes them disgusting drinks. And she figured. She knew. 
like she has to take it back and he's like and he just like kind of waves something pretending to put something in and he's like oh they'll, they'll like it this is exactly the guy that i worked with that reminds me of Jax. brian monty if you're listening you might be dead i don't even know oh that was dark well it's true um okay so stassi she gets their order you know Rings it in. She seems like she's on top of it. But then Sheena comes in as soon as she's done putting in the order. And she's like, I need to talk to you. And so they go into the bathroom and Sheena's pissed. She's like, you did not have my back. You basically let me like drown there. That's not cool. Um, And Stassi's like, okay, I'm sorry, but I'm too afraid of Katie to like get in the way of that train. Like I, if I were to have been like, I like her, it would have just sparked a whole argument. She's like, I am sorry, though. And they have a good, like, resolution. You're like, okay, cool. Re- reconciliation. Uh, and then she, and then it's like, okay, St- Sheena can't wait to be, like, on her good side. So she's like, so, Jackson Kristen, huh? And, like, wants to – she goes, as mad as I am at you, I'll never fuck your boyfriend. Shut up, Sheena. And so Jax is on his cell phone out there like the whole time and the shoppers are just like watching. She's like, it's a little unprofessional that I can just see him on his phone. But so now Katie, she's on like her apology tour from her blackout lash out. And so she comes over to apologize to Jax. And of course, he's like, let's just forget about it. it." And then in his confessional, he's like, Katie drinks and runs her mouth all the time. Perfect. He's like, I'll just bloop. Throw that, throw her under the rug, under the rug, throw her under the bus. I'm free. And so, like, the shoppers, like, go over service and, you know, done with that. We know, we know, we know Sheena's going to get a talking to. So the next day, Lisa comes in to Sir and she's like, get Sheena for me, will you? And Sheena sits down. Sheena looks terrified. Because she's used to being the favorite. And so when she comes out, like, Lisa has a look on her face that's clearly not, like, the normal, oh, hi. But, like, maybe you're in trouble. And Sheena looks terrified. She's like, am I in trouble? Lisa's like, well, maybe. And now this, the anxiety that Sheena must feel, she's like, oh, my God. I'm never in trouble. And she tells her. She's like, she's reading the service report. She's like... Looks like you were at the bar talking to Tom Sandoval. And Sheena is, is like trying not to be too defensive, but she's like, <sighs> like you could just the huffing and puffing going on inside, but she's so busted and she's wearing those big, huge glasses and her eyes look like really small. And this is before she like figured out the amount of fillers to get done. Like she's changed the shape of her face. Like she does not look like the same person at all. It's that glow up. It's. It's inexplicable. So they've cleared that up. She's like, I'm mad because of this and that and Katie, blah, blah, blah. And LVP's like, leave your shit at the door when you come to work in my restaurant. Okay. Sure. And then LVP goes to talk to Jax. And of course... He's immediately like, look, I was on my phone a lot. That's true. But I don't know if you know, there's this horrible rumor going on around that are going to going on around me. And it's about me and, and Kristen having sex. And LVP's like, Jax, 
did you? And he's like, do you really think I would go down this path again? I mean, you know me. So then Stassi goes over to Katie's house and Stassi says that Katie has been avoiding her because she like doesn't want to be asked any more questions about this rumor. And so she's like, so she goes, she's like, tell me what happened. How do you know? And so she, we, we hear that the other Katie uh, found out because she got off work and Jax and her both got off work. This is so accurate. Like, this is the most restaurant job facts ever. You would get off a shift and you'd be like, are you going to stay and have a drink? And your coworker would be like, yeah, I'm going to stay and have a drink. And then whoever the night shift was, they became your bartender and they loved having you there because then like we had friends the whole night. And while they're like chilling at the bar, Jax is drunk and says, Kristen and I slept together or we hooked up, whatever. But Katie's like, I didn't want to say anything because she's like, what if Jax was like, no, she, or no, Jax does say she misunderstood me. I said I spent the night at Kristen's house. And so Katie's like, it just was such a dark rumor. I did not want to look into it any further. <laughs> it's so weird that at this point, Katie knew that it was in the realm of possibility. Katie knew. I don't know if Stassi and Katie knew how much Kristen had cheated on Tom. Because at the reunion, I got to maybe, maybe I'll watch again. I will watch again because we're doing the rewatch. But I can't remember if they seemed to be like surprised when Tom was like, she had an affair with someone else. I don't know if he calls it an affair. He was like, she was hooking up with some other guy who worked at Sir. Actually, they weren't surprised if I remember correctly. I'll, st- I'll stand corrected if we do, if I do the rewatch and see that, but. So they know, like they know it's possible, which is why Katie's like, I'm going to keep that to myself because that will blow up everything. And here we are. So Stassi has the brilliant plan. She's like, I'm going to go. This is fucking brilliant. She's like, I'm going to go over to Kristen's. And I'm going to say, give me your phone right now. I'm going to text Jax from your phone and I'm going to see what he says. Brilliant. However, Kristen, one step ahead. Kristen has already informed Jax because she sees what Stassi's up to and she knows how crazy Stassi is. She's already told Jax she may grab my phone. She may, I'm from this point forward, I am never texting you about this again. So, so when Stassi goes over there, Tom is there too. Tom is like, are you serious? You're going to do that? Stassi sends the text to Jax. And of course, he's like, what are you even talking about? Stassi's like, so relieved. How the fuck, Kristen could handle, like, being tortured in, like, a POW situation. She just hands her phone. I mean, she's probably like, fuck yeah, I'm so glad I already told Jax that I will not be (laughs) texting. Because she hands the phone and goes, go ahead and text Jax. I have nothing to hide. Are you serious? (sighs) Ugh. It's amazing. 
And then Kristen's like, I'll ex- I accept your apology. And Stassi can like, she's like, I'm, I mean, I guess I'm sorry, but come on. You don't, how can you blame me? I mean, Kristen really, really just. So Sheena and Shay go ring shopping. And I am looking at the poor, like, dead inside soul, Shay, and Sheena, who has zero desire to even get to know this person. He's basically just like tofu. She's putting the flavor of groom on him. Like, okay, this is my guy. I don't actually know what he's into or what he's about, but cool. I want to get married. Here's the ring I want. Meanwhile, this guy's like, uh, how am I going to afford this? And she's like, okay, this is this, these are the settings I want. And then she's like, this is how we'll remember it. I'm a princess wearing a halo. Um, okay. That was the end of that episode. That was a lot. That was a lot. I'm going to take a little break and, uh, I shall return. So I was going to do three episodes, but that's just not possible. There's too many good things in each episode because now the next episode is just jam-packed. It starts off with Sir and Jack, Stassi, Katie, and Peter are waiting for LVP and then Tom and Ariana come in together, and then LVP's like, okay, I'm going to have a dinner here with some of my friends. It's a very important dinner. Uh, we're having a lot of issues, and this dinner was this dinner is all we need to fix it. And so later, um, they're in the alley, and it's Kristen. I'm sorry, no, it's, it's Stassi and Katie at first, but then... Kristen comes out later and she's like, guess what I found on Tom's call log while he was sleeping. While he was sleeping, Kristen snuck his phone, screenshot his call log, text it to herself so that she could inspect it freely. And Tom called Ariana twice. And of course, she's previously asked, like, do you ever talk to Ariana? And he's like, no. So... Tom and Jax are behind the bar at this point, and Tom has now confronted Jax, saying, I heard what you said about me and Ariana. And Jax is like, oh, you're going to believe Katie? I never said anything. Even though there's, like, footage of him alluding to something to Stassi, and then Stassi being like, later, she's like, you told me that something happened. And he's like, oh, I plead the fifth. So, you know, we obviously know Jax did that. And so Katie's like, look, Kristen, is this really a healthy relationship you're in? And then in her confessional, she's like, she's literally checking his call logs every like few days. Can you, okay, the the amount of adrenaline that rushes through your body when you sneak someone's phone and like they're sleeping and you're like looking at them and like they breathe while you're like, and then you're like checking the phone. Kristen is in a constant state of that adrenaline pumping and the thing the thing is that must be remembered is when you do find something that proves that like in fact yes he is 
cheating on you or calling someone, let's say, or texting someone he shouldn't, then you lose. Like, even though you win because you've proven your point, you lose because now you're dealing with the fact that, like, (laughs) they're lying to you. So she's just in that state constantly. That is Kristen. Also would like to point out that whenever Kristen walks into a room, it's like pure chaos. She like, she has a Kristen like stomp. Like she, (laughs) she walks with so much authority and just chaos and energy. And it's like, oh no, it's a dark cloud. It's very Danielle Staub energy. Okay. So then Jack's is um behind the bar like fighting with uh with tom kind of like he's like like he's like why are you like waiting till now to bring this up um and then he goes that's a good point actually like he checks himself he's like why are you waiting to bring this up that's actually a good point that's a very good point i just made to prove my point that i'm not lying and sheena and ariana are just like off to the side laughing and i ariana laughing is such an interesting thing because she knows that Tom and Ariana did kiss, um, which is such an interesting thing on a on like the back burner. Like I don't know, I'm trying to put myself in a situation where I like work with someone who I know has a girlfriend, and then like we go to Vegas, we totally kiss and make out, and then we still like talk and are casual, but we're totally just friends. I can't really. I'm not cool enough to know how to do that. Ariana's much cooler than I am. I'm definitely too nervous and high strung to like pull that off. Uh, So, okay, later, Tom is sitting on his phone, clearly like at the end of his shift. Kristen walks in and you know what that means. She walks in like she leads with her head and then she's like stomping and he's checking his phone and she sits down. She's like, hey, can I uh, check your phone real quick? I think Tom says something. He's like, hey, look, this person emailed me. And he's like, can I see? She's like, give me that phone. And I, you can't tell if she actually found anything because one of two things. She can see the call log and it, Ariana's call is the, – the, they're still there or they're gone, which means he deleted them either way. But then she just goes, why did you call Ariana? And Tom – Tom is not half as good as Jax in these scenarios. Jax just immediately transfers and he, sh- he knows exactly how to lie. He's like, been here before. Tom is not necessarily innocent by any means. But Tom is like all fumbling over his words. He's like, yeah, I did. I called. Why? Who cares? I'm like, "Mm, okay, you got to be better if you're going to date Kristen and like cheat on her. Uh, But then (laughs) she's being wild and Tom's like, is there alcohol in that drink? And she goes, obviously. So they have a huge fight, huge, gigantic fight in the restaurant. They're doing like cutaways to other people that are like working, like listening in, just being like, oh, and then and then she's she she gets mad because Tom makes Tom makes a valid point. I don't remember what it is, but like, you know, says something that makes sense. And then she's like, "Okay, we're done. You're done. You're done. No, no, this is done. This this conversation is over as if she was like. (laughs) The mature one putting a stop to the drama. Okay, so the next day, Sheena and Shay go to some someone's really depressing house to record. They're like sitting on someone's bed and there's like a recording studio. It's very dark. Um, but like Sheena really needs to let us know. And so she's like, my escape is my music. 
And then the guy says, did you learn the rap? Which I'm like, yes, did you? And then we get good as gold. And she's like in the platform sneakers that are gold. And she's totally off key. And I love when they show us that raw footage. Like it's very Kim Zolziak, Atlanta, recording Tardy for the party. It's very Luann. Yes, it's it's so good. And then she's like, you know, I got to handle it because I'm not going to work at Sir for the rest of my life. Get it, girl. Get it. So we go to Stassi's house and Katie's there and they're doing tarot cards. And, you know, I often do neglect the fact that they're witches and like they really love that. And that just adds such a layer to why this cast is so perfectly horrible. Because, like, really, Katie? You study tarot cards. I feel like you can just interpret. I, you know what? I don't want to insult anyone. And in fact, the demographic of people that listen to my podcast are probably into tarot cards. So you know what? Do you, boo. Do you. But Kristen comes in and she's, again, Kristen walking in a room. It's like <gasps> the darkness has arrived and she's just pure chaos. It's like, remember, the whole fight happened just the day before. And so she's like reeling from that. But they're drinking wine and they have like. I think Katie had come in with two bottles of white and all I could think was that's not enough. You you need more. Um, and so they're going off of this thing. So Stassi was trying to do some investigating about Tom and Ariana. Cause if you put Stassi on the case, Stassi between Stassi and Kristen, they will figure out where a penis has been. And so I guess Sheena said something like, well, I, I know nothing happened in Vegas. And because Stassi hadn't said Vegas, she fancies herself like a big detective. And she's like, well, that means that something did happen in Vegas. And then that makes Kristen just like, <sighs> she's like, it's, it was already bad. It's even worse. And they're drinking wine out of these wine glasses that have like, like beauty, love. It's like pink, like putty, inky creepy writing all over them it's an abomination is what it is and so like they read the tarot cards and like you know you can interpret it however you want but of course katie's seeing nothing but negativity there's like she turns one card and it's like swords all all these swords in a person's body so you know clearly nothing good's coming up but then Kristen's like okay guys i'm I'm, i don't want to hear that like tom and i should just break up we're not breaking up okay and they're like, of course not. No, no, no. Because they can tell, like, you can't say this to Kristen because they want to say it. They all know it, but they have to still pretend like they're not thinking that. They're like, no, no, no. But then Stassi's like, okay, I have an idea. I will manipulate Jackson Cabo. I will make him think, I'll buddy up to him and make him think that, like, we're cool and get him to admit that he did tell me something happened with Tom and Ariana. And then Kristen's like, you're such a good friend. I mean, they're just the most like evil trio of women. But I love it. Okay, so. Jax and Tom uh, picked up flowers for this Beverly Hills, Housewives Beverly Hills crossover dinner. And they're like bringing it to the restaurant and Ariana's helping. And then she says something like, like to the in her confessional she's like we should be mad at Jax for spreading rumors but i mean he's such a joke the thing is she's not wrong 
like Jax being the holder of truth and the spreader of truth in this scenario is the easiest like scapegoat. That's not the word, but like, yeah, Jax is saying it. You could very easily be like, really, you're going to believe Jax. And 99% of people will be like, no, I'm not. Okay, so we go back to the tarot cards and Katie, Stassi, and Kristen. Now there's like more wine has been consumed and you can, I can just feel it. I've been in a home doing this before my restaurant shift and like it just was, it's a dark place. Drinking wine before your restaurant shift is a bad idea because any buzz you have, you're going to need to maintain. And by the end of your shift, you can barely do your cash out. So Katie's like doing more cards and um, Katie says, I feel the like the joy you've been feeling in your life is slowly dissipating. No, no. She says it like she's predicting this, like she's getting some sort of sign. Like she, she turns a card and she's like, I feel like, and how do I interpret? Hmm. It kind of reads like the joy you've been feeling in your life is slowly dissipating. <laughs> Um, oh, and then here's where the, the card with the swords comes in and Kristen gets all pissed off, but like, because she's pissed off, Stassi's like, oh shit, she needs more wine, but they're almost out of wine. I told you they needed more wine, two bottles for three of them for them. No, I mean, I need three for myself back when I used to drink. I don't drink anymore, but like, uh, hello, like, what's the point? So Stassi pours some of her wine into Kristen's, a move I've used many times. My good friend Heather has many, many times seen me be like, is that the end of the wine? She's like, okay, you can have some of mine. I'm like, that's not enough. I need more. Postmates. This is before Postmates, though. This is Postmates. Remember when there was one alcohol delivery app? Just one? I think it was called Saucy. And like they only open from one, like from maybe noon to five or something. I know these things because I used to party a lot. And when you've been up all night, not bragging, but when you've been up all night, you need to know when the next alcohol delivery can make it to your house. Because you can't leave the house. I digress. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> they're like, okay, so... They're, they're basically saying that Tom is, you know, just not a great guy. He's cheated on her a bunch and their relationship is terrible. But then Stassi and her confessional is like, Kristen will basically like just find any excuse to stay in this relationship. Like she'll be like, oh, well, well, we have the same mobile plan. So it's just too difficult to break up. <laughs> but then Kristen has to go and get ready for work. And just the darkness of having... To go into like your friend's bathroom and change into your work uniform. Ugh. It is awful. It's seriously awful. All right. So now it's the big dinner at Sir with, um, you know, the, the housewives people coming in. Uh, okay. So LVP is like directing the bar and they're getting all set up and then the, the servers are all there and, and Peter is doing a pre-shift and he's letting everyone know who's working on the floor that there's the big party in the special events room, whatever they have, like the private dining room, which means he's like, okay, so that means I'm going to be pretty much pulled in there making sure that thing is going flawlessly. Um, and Kristen is like, I'm not having the best day. 
and and he's like, okay, Peter's like, okay, if if at all possible, if you could slightly keep it together is kind of what I'm trying to say, that would be cool. And then she's like, just I just need to go and smoke. Just let me go have a cigarette. And then she goes out to smoke in the alley. And we have never, I mean, this is an iconic moment. Kristen, she can be quite beautiful, but she, in this moment, looks like a streetwalker that just got done with the John and is contemplating where her life has gone, how she's, how she got here. And then she just like pulls out a cigarette and like sits down on, you know, it's not even like a step. It's like, you know, the sidewalk, but like a little step up, you know? She's just sitting there, but there's like a phone pole next to her. It's just amazing. And so Ariana, Ariana is like helping the bar get set up. And, you know, no one's going to tell Kristen, obviously, that Ariana's working the party. And now everyone starts entering. And there's only nine of them, but there's literally three bartenders and three servers, which is totally what happens when it's a big special event. You completely overstaff and then every single staff member standing around not knowing what to do. And like at any time, you know, your boss comes by, they're like, make sure everyone's because I was a manager in restaurants. So as soon as oops, I think I might have knocked my mic. Um, as soon as your boss comes in, you're like, OK, uh, go, go walk around. But there's nine of them and they're in a tiny room. So much staff. And so Sheena, though, she's not allowed to be in there. She's like, yeah, I can't work the party. She's over in the in the main dining room. She's like, I can't work because Brandy's a bitch. Sheena, no, like you have to just unfortunately be the bad guy forever in that scenario. You know, you were the other woman. You're just going to have to forever be the bad guy. Like you can't even I'm defending Brandy. OK, that says a lot. Okay, so now Kristen is sobbing in the alley now, like sobbing. And somehow Peter, because he is her friend, is able to sit next to her and like care about her. Because first he comes out and he's like, he he thinks he can sort of like tell her to toughen up. He's like, all right, Kristen, uh, you're going to be able to go in there and uh, I'm just going to let this go. And she just like, she's like, Peter, I can't. I cannot. I found he called her. And so he like sits next to her. He's like, okay, okay. Let me go talk to LVP. Because he like Peter's just trying to make sure that not only the private party goes well, which is on film, on camera. Private parties like that are always a stress, but add the fact that it's going to be filmed. And then he also needs to get the whole restaurant to function. Being a restaurant manager is so hard. And he's like, got Kristen smoking a cigarette and crying in an alleyway. And she's probably the server that they give like a big section to because she's a senior. She's She's got seniority. She gets the best section. And like, they're probably short staffed in the main dining room because they have people working the party. Peter is so stressed out. So he's like, which, okay. He goes, let me go, let me go figure it out. And he goes in to talk to LVP. But I have to say that I don't think that's what happened. I think production was like, can you go tell Lisa? And he's like, "Uh, I would never go tell Lisa. Like not one time would I go. I would just keep this to myself and put out the fire on my own. But they're like, "Mm, that doesn't quite work for camera time. So he's like, fine. 
So he goes over and of course it's just a chance for Lisa to listen intently. Like it's more of a, her reaction shots where she like the stakes are so high. She's got this dinner going on and now it's like okay, Peter, what else? What else could be on my plate that I will handle elegantly? And he tells her like Kristen's crying in the alley. And I think I think he said something like she doesn't want Ariana working here or Ariana and Tom working together. And then Lisa goes, "Well, Ariana's here." And he's like, I know, but I don't, she didn't, she doesn't know that. Uh, and then LVP's like, we'll just keep it over there. And he's like, I was planning on it. Like, I never would have told you if production hadn't told me to. Um, And so Brandy, I just like to note that she's an asshole. She goes over to the bar and Joyce, is it Joyce? Joyce. Joy or Joyce walks in with her husband and she says to Jax, fill this up before I murder a Puerto Rican. Ugh. Okay, then we get to the most triggering part of the episode. Them ordering. Oh, oh, it was such it was like redemption. You know, we had already seen the episode, obviously, because they wouldn't have shown it on Vanderpump if we hadn't already seen it on Beverly Hills. And, you know, these are like mundane details that are appreciated by us commoners. Like, they went to a restaurant and then they ordered, but they left that out because there were bigger fish to fry. But in in Vanderpump, this is what matters to us. We, we get to see them order the warm chicken salad, and Lisa goes, not on the menu. And then Brandy. I wrote this down because I was so annoyed by her. She goes, I'll have the, the veal Milanese, uh, no mozzarella. I just want, like, arugula, diced tomatoes, and Parmesan. But I don't want, like... I don't want mozzarella. I just want Parmesan. Like, not wet. No sauce. And, and like, when Stassi rings that in, it was, this was just so accurate. She rings it in, and then Katie comes over to say something to her, and she's like, hold on, I need to go tell the kitchen, like, what the fuck that ticket means, because they're gonna get this ticket and be like, what? What? You, uh, that's, that's a, that's a ring it in on the ticket and a verbal conversation, which is the majority of orders in Los Angeles. I worked at Soho House in West Hollywood. Once you start dealing with rich people in Los Angeles, it's another level of difficult when it comes to putting in a food order. So I was very appreciative of this scene. Um, and hold on, let me make sure I got my note. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Kristen's coming back in. from <laughs> Kristen finally is coming back in from the alley. We don't know how long she's been out there. In the world of restaurants, like 10 minutes is a long time, but this seems like it's still kind of early in the shift. Like it isn't like 7 p.m. yet, but I don't know what time of the year it is. So it's hard to tell because it's still light out as Kristen goes in. And she's like, Lisa just wants us to suck it up and leave our shit at the door. Yeah, that's like most bosses. They don't want you to do exactly what you're doing because it's totally unprofessional and terrible and amazing, but terrible. And so uh, then they're like having the dinner and then they get into the big fight with Joyce and Brandy. We do get a little bit more, I think a couple, a couple lines and things are, are, are new to Vanderpump. Like we didn't see them in the original scene on Beverly Hills, but regardless, we know what happens there. And Stassi and Katie are like sitting, everyone is, everyone's like sitting back watching the fight, loving it. Like what a fun day at work. And, um, Stassi and Katie being like, they all need to calm down. Like, oh my God. 
that's rich. Okay, know thyself and you would be twice as bad. You've been twice as bad. You'd be getting physical. But then Jax is like, because there's so many staff members. And at one point, Vanderpump is like, go on, don't just stand there like you're watching a show or whatever the fuck she says. But they're like, uh, yeah, hi, there's nothing else to do. So now they've all gone like to other places to chill out and like kind of wait for an appropriate time to go back in. Jax, though, goes over to the restaurant to tell Peter like, oh, my God, it's so wild. And then he's telling Kristen because she like joins in the group conversation. I don't know. She somehow emerges and Jax accidentally lets her know that Ariana's there because he was he was talking about how they're all fighting. And he's like, oh, my God. Yeah, Tom and me and Ariana are like, what? And then Kristen's face. She first it sinks down to a like she didn't think it could get darker than it was, but it's like then she looks to Peter slowly and Jax is still trying to like tell his funny story, but he's slowly realizing that something's changed. And then Peter, like, doesn't know. He's almost hoping, like, maybe this will go away. And then Kristen just goes, no, no, no. (laughs) It starts to storm off. But Peter's like, Kristen, Kristen, please, God, no. And she goes, okay, I need five minutes. That's all I'm asking for. Bitch, that is a lot. Okay, at this point, you have gone outside to smoke a cigarette. You've needed Peter to go talk to LVP or anyone about you basically being useless on this shift. And now you have to go outside again, and he knows you're about to lose your goddamn mind. And so here she goes. Here she goes. She's storming with the walk, the Kristen walk, and she's (laughs) she's about to just walk into the private dining room. But then Stassi and Kristen, like, or Stassi and Katie stop her, literally. And then she's like, how about I send Tom out here, okay? And and she's like, you get him out here right now, right now. And then, so Tom, oh, Tom, he opens the door and he, he, see, he sees her. He's like, oh, hey, baby. She goes, now, don't hey, baby. <laughs> and now they're in the alley screaming she's screaming at him she's like you fucking lie to me tom you always fucking lie to me and then he's like okay i'm trying to explain to you like how you make me feel i don't care how you feel which is exactly true she doesn't care she's just like a mess and needs her feelings coddled at all times and tom is just you know we've seen this in all her relationships since tom and so uh Kristen's like, Sheena would not lie. She said, she said that something happened in Vegas, which she didn't. She didn't say that. But then Tom, Tom is like, whatever. And she goes, go back inside. Go back inside. You're working. I'm done. I'm fucking done, Tom. Okay. We wish you were done. Or he wishes you were done. It would be so much easier for him if you were done, but you're not done. So then Sheena finds out that like she's involved. So she goes out and she's like, I never said that. I never said that something happened. I said that something didn't happen in Vegas because I'm assuming that's what you guys are talking about. That's they went to Vegas. And Tom's like, trust your fucking boyfriend. (laughs) And then Kristen's like, this is done. Oh, this is done. But now LVP goes back to the alley. And also something that I just never predict happens in real life. The alley is gross. It's for staff. It's not for LVP. And she's in the back there and Kristen is 
so fucked up. Remember, she was drinking wine at Stassi's. You know she's been continuing to drink. She's depressed. She's smoking cigarettes. She's probably drinking wine in like a coffee cup to cover it up. And she's like, I do not want them working together. And Lisa's like, uh, you need to stop it right now. And she's like, he's never going to admit it unless he's caught. Which is insane. Insane to have a relationship with someone where you think like they are harboring, like to live every single day in the same apartment, that shitty dark apartment that Tom has. To live every single day waiting for the chance to catch them in a lie about cheating on you. What a life. And so like LVP calls her something that is the most accurate thing ever. Overindulgent emotionally. Yep. 100%. And then LVP is being kind of nice and like it's because it's her moment to be nice. Production said Kristen's having a meltdown in the alley. Why don't you go be like mama bear Lisa Vanderpump? And so even though LVP would rather like spit on Kristen than be this kind, she's being kind. And then Kristen in her interview is like, Lisa is looking at me as a woman for once. (laughs) No, she's not. No, she's not. Um. And so Ariana talks to Sheena and Sheena's like, look, if something happened, I would know. And Ariana's like, yeah, duh, you know everything about me. I'm only pointing that out because she's lying too. And just the depths of lies that took place this season, they're endless. Now they're all in the alley, uh, the girls, Stassi, Kristen, Katie, and Sheena and Ariana walk outside again because production told them to. And Kristen goes, why are you coming out here? And Kristen and Sheena just scream at each other to shut the fuck up. And then, and then Kristen and her, because Sheena's wearing those huge glasses and Kristen in her confessionals, like, I hate those fucking glasses. They really are horrendous. And so Sheena is, it's like Sheena's getting, blasted by Kristen or by Katie. Yeah, by Katie and Kristen. And Sheena's like, congratulations, Katie, you have a drinking problem, which she does. 100% Katie at this point is not handling alcohol very well, her and her orange hair. Um, And so like Ariana and Kristen, 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 of course, is unhinged. So like Ariana's doing her best to have a conversation. And then she's like, I know something happened. And Ariana's like, I don't know what to tell you. It didn't. Okay. Like didn't happen. And then Kristen's like, Tom cheated on me three times before this. And then Ariana just perfectly, there's a a pause. And then she goes, well, maybe that's the problem. And I was like, ooh, so simple and so true. And so the next episode is Cabo. And there's just way too much to get into. And I know that I'll record for like an hour talking about it. So I'll spare us the longest episode ever and record that uh, tomorrow or the next day or the day after that. Clearly there are no rules to this podcast. For those of you who are listening and have listened, thanks for joining me. This is so fun going back and doing the Vanderpump rewatch. That's it for today. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm, I'm not very good at this. I don't think yet. I'm just in terms of like making time for it. Um, Okay, follow me on Instagram, We Speak Housewives, and I'll see you next time.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.